What is up, my fellow Cape League fans, and welcome back to the Cape League Podcast. I'm really excited for the guest on today's episode. With everything going on in the world today, we at the Cape League want to be part of the solution. When it comes to summer jobs and internships, I don't think many people understand the tremendous opportunity a Cape League summer internship provides. With that being said, our next guest always had a dream to work for the MLB. He followed his dream, starting off with a Cape League internship and working his way through baseball and is now in the social media department for Major League Baseball. Here to share his story is former Cape League intern, Zach Vieira. All right. I am now joined by a very good friend of mine and a former intern for the Cape League, Zach Vieira. Zach is a diehard baseball fan and has worked his way up to become the senior coordinator of new media and Twitter for the MLB. Thank you so much for coming on, Zach. You must be excited the baseball's back, huh? Yeah, Steve, thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's great. Baseball's back. It was a long time coming, but uh, we missed it and we're glad that uh, baseball's back to action. Definitely. You know, the America's pastime. So happy it's back. Gives me something to do every single day now. Thank God. I've been looking for that. But um, I've been really excited to have you on because you and I grew up on the Cape. I think we have a little bit of a different experience for, for most people when it comes to that, you know, the Cape League and with your baseball knowledge, I'm super excited that you agreed to come on. So now, really how I want to kick it off, Zach, is, you know, being from, you know, the Cape area, when you think of the Cape League, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? To me, it's just the Cape League is just about pure baseball. You know, it's um, where all these kids come for the summer and they're, you know, none of them are professionals yet. They're all just college kids and all the players that are there and everything. They're just so about the life of the Cape League. And, um, you know, for the fans, it's just a free experience to go to all these games such a family atmosphere. I mean, you and you and I know growing up here, it's part of the life of, um, you know, growing up on the Cape and living on the Cape is having the Cape League every summer and, um, you know, going to games and, you know, having that experience. So to me, it's just, it's baseball really in its its purest form, the Cape League. It's just, um, it's really what the game's all about. And when it's all about, you know, just the love of the game and the pure um, excitement of everything. I I cannot agree more. I mean, for me, when I think of it, like it brings me back almost to, like the little league feeling when you have like the, t- yeah. the tournaments on the weekend, and it's just like this is how the game is supposed to be played. This is how this is why we do it because we simply just love playing the game. Um, but you know, like you said, growing up on the Cape, and it was a really big thing for us every summer. You know, what were some of the mm-hmm. earliest memories for you when when you think about growing up? I know for me, like I think about. Brendan Kelleher, you know, a kid from Sandwich playing on Couture. Yeah. That was a really cool thing for us in high school. But what about you? What are some things that you think about even before you started working there? Yeah, I mean, for, well, for us, as you know, we're we're from Sandwich and uh, we're kind of in between. We don't really have our own team, you know, so I would go to a lot of Couture games. I go to a lot of Bourne games. And uh, my mom had a friend who lived in Chatham uh, in the summer. So we go to a lot of Chatham games. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's just like I remember, you know, it's not even really necessarily the players, you know, when we were younger. It's just kind of the experience of it was a summer day, you know, when the, you know, where we're not in school. What do you want to do? Let's let's go to a Cape League game. And it was always just so much fun just enjoying some baseball and, you know, walking around the parks or, you know, posting up somewhere with their chair or, um, you know, anything like that. It's just um it just brings me so many good memories just thinking about that. And, you know, now that I don't live on a Cape anymore, it's, it's something I really miss in the summer going to the Cape League games. It's such a, you know, such a, a, a unique baseball experience that uh, the Cape League really brings. And that, that's something, you know, that I think very fondly when I think back to those memories growing up as a kid, for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, somebody like you, we're going to get into it in a little bit. Cause, yeah. um, you know, throughout your career, you know, you started off at the Cape League and then, you know, you, you worked your way up and, and worked for a couple of different teams. But 
can you can you kind of talk about how the just the summer Cape League is so so much different from you know any other league out there, even if if it's you know single A, double A, triple A ball, and just just the vibe that you get that's so different. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing that I really like about the Cape League is you know when you when you work for different teams and stuff, you realize how much of you know baseball, professional baseball, is a business, which you know it has to be because there's a lot of moving parts and money going around and stuff. Where um, the Cape League just feels a lot more, you know it's very different the way that, you know, all the teams are, you know, they just take donations and you can just get into the games for free. And I mean, obviously there's some stuff going on with like, you know, they sell, you know, food and stuff at the games, but um, yeah, it's just very different in the fact that, um, you know, everything is just really, you know, towards geared towards families and stuff like that. And it's also just a great place to see players that are going to be really, really awesome. I mean, a lot of times you don't realize, you know, when you're watching these guys, like how good they're going to be um, and how many of these guys end up, you know, making it to the majors and how many of them uh, honestly end up getting drafted and, you know, being in pro ball. I mean, all of them are so talented and you're kind of getting to experience these guys before anyone else gets to and learn about them before anyone else. Um, just a quick story. I mean, when I worked for the Braves in 2011, Travis Jankowski was the, uh, the MVP and it was just cool for me to follow his, you know, his following college career and then seeing him get drafted and, you know, he got drafted in like the first round and the supplemental round. And it's like, you know, you feel like, you know, this guy, and you kind of know, you know, I knew this guy was going to be good. I knew he was going to be a first round pick. And uh, you kind of learn about guys like that, you know, when you, when you end up following these guys in the Cape. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that you said that. Cause that's the same feeling that I get. Like when I watch it, the MLB draft, you see guys come off the board or, you know, when I see people, you know, make it to the big leagues and it's like their first appearance or something. It does give you that sense of connection to them because they play in the Cape League. And even if it's just one summer and you only saw them pitch one or two times or you only saw them hit a couple of times, you always have that connection to them. And that's one, of the, that's one of my favorite things about it. But, you know, going back to you, Zach, I mean, let's go back to, you know, uh, high school and college when you, when you started interning for the Cape League. You know, what made you want to do that? And ultimately, how did you get involved? Yeah, uh, so I just always loved baseball. I mean, since I've been a kid, I've been a huge Red Sox fan. Um, I just loved everything about baseball. And I kind of just, when I was in high school, I um, kind of just wanted to make it my career. And um, yeah, the summer after my freshman year of college, I just applied to be an intern for the Bourne Braves and uh, ended up working out. I had some good experience, um, you know, working for my, my school's, my college newspaper and stuff like that. So they ended up bringing me on um, as a general intern. But I figured, you know, it'd be the perfect opportunity for me to get, you know, my first foot in the door in baseball, um, you know, being able to live on the Cape in the summer and, you know, a lot of kids that intern have to find somewhere to live for the summer for me. It was so easy, you know, I could just live at home and have another part-time job, you know, to make money because the internships are usually unpaid for the Cape League. So um, it was just really the perfect thing for me to, to get my start in baseball to, uh, to you know, end up applying and, and getting that uh, internship with the Braves. Well, it's funny because I remember when you got that, I was so jealous of you because I was like, dang, like he, like for work, he gets to go and watch awesome baseball, like, and just be in awesome weather and, and do all this. So I was so jealous of you, but thinking back to those roles, because I know you did it all three summers. Now, what did your role actually entail as a, like a, just like a general intern and how did that change over the three years? Yeah. So, um, you know, originally I really wanted to do the writing. So, you know, back then it was each team, I, well, at least the Braves, they had like two uh, writing interns. So the first year they already had um, some people in that position. So I said, you know, I'll just do whatever I can. So I'll do the general intern, which was, um, which meant, you know, basically there were, 
different roles. Like you could work the 50, 50 table. Sometimes you'd be, um, you know, working in the concession stand or working the grill. I flipped a lot of burgers, um, you know, are, are handing out rosters to fans who came in and, you know, taking donations and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, that was what I did my first year. And I just kind of, you know, worked really hard and proved myself to, um, to my boss. And I said, Hey, I'd love to come back next year and do the writing thing. And they said, yeah, you know, you impressed us this year. You're, you got the, the job for next year. So ended up doing that. And um, yeah, so I, you know, would write game recaps and feature stories for a local newspaper um, and ended up kind of this, my third year, which was 2012, I ended up uh, starting to run the, uh, the born brave Twitter account, which ends up being kind of what I'm doing for my job. I got my first start in social media um, so yeah, basically, you know, the last two years, I just ended up doing the writing thing. And yeah, it really kind of evolved into more website stuff and social media stuff, which is kind of how, you know, just the landscape of media and stuff was kind of evolving. So, um, so yeah, it's here, it definitely evolved. And um, it was a huge help for me, especially when I was applying to jobs in baseball to have those three years of experience um, in the Cape League. And it really translated a lot to when I ended up working in the minors and all that stuff. Well, it's great because it really goes to show that, you know, just the reputation that the Cape League has in terms of, you know, MLB teams and that sort of a thing. And just having, just having a, you know, a unpaid summer internship, um, you know, for three summers, you know, helps you get your foot in the door and helps you follow your dreams. I know you've always wanted to work in the MLB. So, you know, definitely thrilled for you. And, and it's awesome that you get that kind of an opportunity at the Cape League. But when you think back to when you were working there for those three summers, I mean, I, I always think about when I got to meet Peter Gammons because he's at, he's at the games all the time. Mm-hmm. Did you get to meet anyone really cool or anyone that, you know, you never thought you'd be able to meet because you were working there? Yeah. I t- uh, the whole Born Braves intern crew, we took a, a picture with Peter Gammons. Um, so I met him at one point. Um, one thing that was really cool in 2012, we had uh, Joe Jackson who was um, – the great great grandson of shoeless joe jackson who was on our team which is pretty wild so we that had a wild. lot of um a lot of like uh media people steve buckley was there uh one day to write a story about him and he's like how'd you know i'm here to you know to write a story on and i said some pitcher who was pitching good he's like no i'm here to write it on joe jackson obviously i was like yeah i'm an idiot but uh <laughs> but yeah so um you know meeting him was cool um but yeah just a lot of the players that you know obviously it kind of got a little close to and stuff like that like Travis Jankowski is one that always stands up because he was so awesome that year he was just an awesome guy mm-hmm. and he's now uh he was drafted by the Padres he's now in the Reds um super mm-hmm. fast um but yeah I mean there I think of another guy Chad Green who was on the Braves who you know pitches for the Yankees now he's always out there and I always think about you know seeing him on, on the Braves and stuff like that but but yeah it was an awesome time um you know like I mean, it's honestly, if I could do that job forever, I would do it. You know, if I, if it was a paid job, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. fortunately it's just, you know, but watching Cape League and all that stuff and meeting all the people. I mean, another thing too, that people don't realize is that there are so many talented people that work for the teams that are interns that end up doing great stuff. Like there are so many people that I work with that end up being, you know, broadcasters and working for sports leagues and sports teams. And I, I you know, developed so many relationships and made so many friends over those summers that, you know, you still stay in touch with that are in the industry. And it's kind of a, a grooming place, not only for players, but for people who work in the, you know, the sports and, and baseball industry too. So um, that's mm-hmm. something I think that people don't talk about mm-hmm. as much about the Cape. That's really, really cool is how, 
you know, how, how great of a start it is for a lot of people that are very talented and end up, you know, becoming a big deal after they work in the Cape. Absolutely. 100%. That, and that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you on because it really highlights the opportunity that you have. You know, we had mm-hmm. one other intern on, um, you know, a few weeks back, Katie Carlson, and she's now, you know, in the athletics department for Stanford University. You know, so it, it's yeah. crazy, you know, how starting at, the, starting at the Cape League can take you to a lot of different places. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, honestly, I was just listening to, uh, you know, I, I have to watch all the games for my job and I was listening to a, um, to a Mariners game and their, their broadcaster, Aaron Goldsmith, um, you know, he was a broadcaster for the Braves and he was talking about his time working in the Cape league and for the Braves. And, um, you know, it's crazy. You just hear people telling these stories all the time mm-hmm. about, you know, that kind of stuff and how they got their start there. Yeah. It's awesome. No, it's great. And, and, and with you, I think your, your story is really cool for me because, because you love baseball so much. I mean, after I think it was your senior year in college, you went to the baseball winter meetings that I thought was super cool. So what was that experience like going down to uh, the window meetings in, in Nashville? Yeah. Um, so that was, so that, yeah, 20 going down there and uh, rooming with, uh, with one of the guys I worked with um, when I worked for the Braves, we were both just searching for jobs in baseball. He was a broadcaster. I was kind of going more towards the writing PR thing, but, um, but yeah, that's where I got my first start. Um, they just have a big job fair there and you just kind of go and apply to all these different jobs and have, interviews right on the spot um it's a great way for people to kind of get their first you know job in affiliated baseball and that's you know what I did I ended up just applying to all these jobs and I got a um you know an interview with the Helena Brewers out in Helena Montana and um you know I ended up getting a job from that a summer internship with them and um yeah I graduated college and the next day I started to drive out to Montana and spent the whole summer out in uh in Montana um so yeah so the winter meetings it was huge for me to kind of you know, end up getting that first job in uh, an affiliated, you know, pro ball. No, that's, that's really cool. So you, you went over to the, you know, Helena Brewer is very cool. Montana is an awesome state. What did you, what was the kind of the role that you went into with them? Yeah. So I ended up being, uh, I was kind of like the right-hand man to the, to their broadcaster. So um, I helped him. I did the game notes every day. Uh, I wrote the recaps for the store for, um, you know, the game stories that would go on the website. I ran the Twitter account. Um, you know, I put together the stat packets and stuff, all that stuff for, um, you know, the media information, um, all that, that good stuff. So yeah, I got to sit up in the press box every game next to the the broadcaster who was an awesome guy and helped him out with a lot of stuff. And, um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was a great, great start, a great summer uh, up in Montana. I mean, I never would have any reason to go to Montana. Other than <laughs> yeah. that. So, And it's a beautiful place to spend the summer, honestly. Um, and, you know, it was, it was, I, I was a little nervous about, about doing it. I was like, do I really want to go to Montana? Like I'm getting paid like nothing. Um, but you know, it ended up being such an awesome summer and I was, I was so glad I got to do that. And I definitely, um, just about, you know, what it's like to work for a professional baseball team. And a lot of things were similar to, you know, working for a Cape League team, but a lot of things were also very different and, um, it was, it was a great time. I bet. I mean, it seems like a really cool position. I, I can imagine having that sort of an internship, except you're doing it for like the Red Sox and you're right next to Dennis Eckersley in the box. Like that would be absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like that. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, the, the broadcaster we had, his name was Steve Went, and he was, um, he had been there for like eight years. The guy, the guy was an absolute character. He was awesome. He was, so I learned a lot from him. He was definitely like one of my mentors and, um, he works for a minor league team for the angels now. I think, um, they're single league team, but yeah, definitely like working alongside people like that, that have been working in baseball forever. Like it really helps you grow and it's, it's really awesome. 
Awesome. So then next on your journey, you know, where did you go after, after that summer internship with the Brewers? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I ended up coming back to the Cape after, you know, the internship was over at the end of like mid September. Uh, we ended up coming in shy of, uh, winning the championship, which was too bad. It would have been nice to have a Helena Brewers, um, pioneer league championship ring, but it didn't Absolutely. quite work out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I ended up applying, um, the like, same thing, just to different jobs and stuff. Um, this was 2013. So I ended up actually um, applying to a job at Roger Dean stadium down in Florida, which is where the Marlins and Cardinals have spring training and they have two uh, minor league teams in the Florida state league. So um, I was actually funny story outside Fenway park. Um, I slept outside for tickets for the world series for game two of the world series. And I got a call. Um, I had an interview, um, <laughs> but an interview right there on the street uh, you know, outside waiting for uh, tickets before game two. And apparently I was just in a good mood. The Red Sox had won game one and I just, you know, I nailed the interview and I ended up getting the job uh, down there in Florida. So um, I guess they couldn't tell that I was just in the street. I tried to, you know, go in like a little corner, you know, next to the, next to the on Lansdowne street, you know, next to a brick wall. So they couldn't tell I was out and like, you know, where all this chaos is going on before the world series. But uh, yeah, so that ended up taking me to Florida. So I moved down there right at the start of 2014. And um, that was another, you know, awesome experience. Cause um, you know, they have spring training down there and that's like, you're like, this is the big leagues, you know, mm-hmm. when, you, when you experience a, a major league spring training and working um, all those spring training games, it's crazy. It's at the time, now there's a bunch of them, but at the time, I think it was the only, um, the only stadium that had two teams uh, for spring training. So we literally single day for like 40, like 40 straight days in a row during spring training with no off days. It was quite the grind but uh it was really fun at the same time but i definitely needed a nap once that was over but um but yeah then after that just uh you know we had the minor league season which is a lot more low-key in the florida state league um where i worked so there's two teams the jupiter hammerheads and the um in the palm beach cardinals and i worked for the hammerheads which is the single a team for the marlins um and doing a lot of the same stuff that i did um with the brewers you know uh i kind of you know, did all the stat packets and wrote the recaps of the website and wrote feature stories and uh, kind of a, a mix of PR. And then I uh, helped run the scoreboard and do all that stuff. And I sent, you know, gave the manager stats and worked closely with the manager who was Brian Schneider, a former big leaguer. Um, so yeah, that was a whole year long thing. And that was another, you know, great experience. Um, really kept uh, kept me moving on on the path. No, to, it sounds, uh, sounds like an awesome experience. And, and Jupiter is definitely a pretty, pretty fun town to be in too. I mean, really nice weather. You're, you're, you're pretty close to, um, you know, Fort Lauderdale yeah. and like West Palm Beach right there. So definitely must have yeah. been cool. But they, that was the year they yeah. drafted um, Colin Moran, right? Yeah, yeah. So Colin Moran, actually, it's funny. He was on the um, – yeah, he was on the Hammerheads, and uh, I had known him from the Braves, which is kind of funny. We kind of followed each other's, you know, on the same path because he was on the Braves in 2011 and 2012, and then he was drafted. Uh, I think it was like first round, like first like top ten picks, I think, by the Marlins. And um, yeah, when I worked in Jupiter, he was, um, you know, he was he was there. So you know, he remembered me from when we worked for the Braves, and ended up writing a story on him and. Um, it was kind of cool to see someone that he would known from the Cape League to kind of follow along the same path as him, kind of working your way up. Um, he ended up getting traded midway through the year um, to the trade deadline to the Pirates, I think, where he is now. Um, but, you know, it was, like, really cool to see um, 
to see a familiar face and someone that you would uh yeah absolutely it's definitely cool um so from there i mean you 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 finish up with the hammerheads and i think from there that's that's when you got called up to the big leagues right (laughs) yeah yeah that was it yeah i finally got the call you know it went straight from single a to the bigs which uh, doesn't happen often but i guess that shows uh how awesome my skill set was. So, uh, so yeah, after that, I ended up um, working for the New York Mets, uh, doing social media. So um, another, I was kind of technically an internship, but it was kind of more full. It was kind of like a part-time job, mm-hmm. I guess, more, more or less than an internship. Um, but because we got paid hourly and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, so I ended up being a social media uh, person for the, for the Mets uh, in 2015, uh, worked side by side with their main social media person, um, and it was a pretty awesome year to work for the Mets, honestly, because I ended up going to the World Series. So that was super, super fun. And that was kind of where my uh, my whole career kind of transitioned into the social media thing. Because before I had, um, you know, I had done, uh, you know, more of the, the writing and the PR and stuff like that. And this role was a lot more specific, um, just about the social media stuff, which is like where I ended up landing. But, um, you know, it was pretty awesome because we ended up going to the World Series and I ended up being able to go... Uh, to the World Series in Kansas City as a, you know, uh, a member of the traveling party with the Mets. They had brought, you know, almost the whole front office out to the World Series, which is really, really cool. Um, And game one, we had a, you know, a big cookout before. And I remember just, um, you know, walking to the stadium. I wanted to get there a little early. And, you know, I just got to the, you know, to the World Series and, you know, found my seat. And I was just there kind of sitting by myself, kind of just like thinking. And like, I got a little teary thinking about, you know, how I had gone from the Cape League to, you know, to Montana, to, you know, Florida State League, to here I am, like, working for the Mets in literally, like, the highest of highs in baseball, the World Series. It was pretty, it was a pretty awesome moment for me, just thinking, like, how far I'd come and the fact that this is kind of like, you know, this is big leagues, and this is, like, the biggest of all of baseball, the World Series. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was a really cool moment for me, and just really, really awesome to, to have grown absolutely and, you know, i mean I, that for me you, you look at it and you accomplished your dream there's not many people there's a lot of people in the world who can't say that you know like and that and that's you know that's why i'm that's why i'm here yeah. you know, I, my dream is to work in sports and that's why i'm doing this podcast because i absolutely love to do it and you know hopefully i can do it on a on a bigger you know bigger scale and you know continue to grow this out and you know at it's everyone at the cape league i know is thrilled for you because you you've done everything the right way and and now you're 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 working for the MLB. It's awesome. So, I mean, with the Mets, go to the World Series, super cool experience. How did that get you into the uh, the MLB? Yeah. So um, basically, I made some connections. Um, classic, you know, networking, as I say. Um, but I ended up making connections. We worked um, when I worked for the Mets. We worked with someone who worked for MLB uh, who helped us out with some some, you know, sponsorship stuff and stuff like that. Um, and when my time when the Mets ran out, it was like a year long um, thing. And um, I actually applied for a full-time job in the Mets and that I ended up, it ended up not getting it, but it ended up working out because I knew this, this girl who said they were looking for people to work for MLB and I applied and basically like gave me the job right away because, um, you know, of my experience working for a big league team, they don't have too many people applying that had that type of experience. So, um, so yeah, that's how I ended up working for MLB, and I started there in uh, I think it was February 2016, and I've been there ever since. And honestly, it's it's really a dream job, and it ended up working out for the best because um, the good thing about working for MLB is you don't have to worry about your team losing every day. You know, in MLB, you know, <laughs> half the teams always win, so there's always something good to cover. Where if I had stayed with the Mets, there were some years there, there where the Mets yeah. were just not fun. So 
it I mean, that's one thing you learn about working in social, you know, you can have the best copy, the best, you know, graphics, the best anything. But if the team is struggling on the field, yep. nothing you can do. <laughs> people are going to be mad. It's not going to be as fun of a job and you kind of just have to power through. So that's one thing I really love about working for MLB that, you know, there's always some good news for the most part um, to cover where if you work for a team, it's like you really have to hope the team's good or else it cannot always yeah. be the most fun day at the office. Uh, we have to read those mentions of angry fans, mm -hmm. you know, just uh, coming in hot. So it worked out for me that I ended up um, being at MLB and being a place I really love. And um, I bet yeah, it's, now it's been an awesome it, time that's there. one of the questions I had amongst your coworkers. Is it tough kind of being in your, in your position and you have to kind of stay neutral? Is there a lot of competition between the coworkers and stuff? Yes, for sure. So when you're running the account, you can't, it's hard to, you, you have to kind of be neutral and, you know, just kind of, not show any biases, although if any, you know, if you look at our mentions, you think that everyone thinks that we're Yankee fans run our account just because yep. they post about the Yankees because they're doing good, you know, so everyone's like, oh, Yankee fan runs this, but, you know, little, little do they know, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like <laughs> yeah, the know, right? biggest Red Sox fan, so actually, so I think that means I'm doing my job well where they yep. think a Yankee fan is running it the whole time, but, uh, but yeah, you know, with all the coworkers, a lot of them are from, uh, you know, are from New York, New Jersey, that kind of area, so I work with a lot of Yankee fans, a lot of Mets fans, and there's definitely like, you know, rivalries that go on between us behind the scenes. Um, where we're all talking trash about our teams and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much the lone Red Sox fan, the lone mass hole down here. So, uh, yeah. you know, I kind of try to represent. Um, yeah, you got to hold it down for all of us. Man. I'm sure the good thing about us mass holes, one, one yeah. of us equals about five of other people. So I'm sure that your obnoxiousness can, can yes, be louder than sure. there. So that's no problem. Yes. I've never been known to be shy at all, definitely. Uh, I let it be known, for sure. When the Red Sox are doing good in 2018, I very much puff my chest out a lot. Uh, and now, when they're doing bad, I let people know when they're doing terrible, uh, um, you know. but uh, Yeah, well, what, 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 I'm just going to hope that this 60-game season goes by as quickly as possible as a Red Sox fan. But, um, but you know, one yeah, thing I, yeah, one thing I was sure. curious about is, you know, being in your role and having to be, you know, not biased and stuff like that. Have there been opportunities where you've been able to be yeah. you know, on the account when the Red Sox were playing or when the Red Sox were winning? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 2018, obviously, it was just such an awesome year for the Red Sox. And that was my first year um, being one of the people that ran our Twitter account full time. So, um, you know, I was on the account, you know, five days a week whenever I was working. And there were obviously a lot of you know, Red Sox things to post about a lot, a lot of wins, a lot of um, great moments and stuff like that. And I was able to sneak in some, uh, you know, some local references, <laughs> for instance, um, with uh, one, I was just like a random July home run, JD Martinez hit like an opposite field home run and, you know, into the, in the bullpen at Fenway. And I, I wrote my copy. Um, I just hate that JD signing Mike in a reference to, uh, uh, you know, Tony Maz who hated the, the <laughs> signing and, that like went yeah. kind of semi-viral on the Boston streets. Like all the, you know, we have a, a tab on TweetDeck with all the beat writers. And it was like every single Boston <laughs> beat writer was like, oh my God, look at this. Yeah. MLB calling out Maz. Um, you know, it was just a stream of uh, Boston beat writers being like, this is, this is incredible. Like, um, and then they ended up talking about it on the show on Felder and Maz for like, like, oh, yeah. know, like 15, 20 minutes about my tweet. And uh, so that was pretty awesome, honestly, and like a hilarious moment. And they were trying to figure out who wrote the tweet and like literally it was just this, you know, this guy from, you know, from Mass yeah. that just happened to, you know, follow their show and know when yeah. they're negative about everything and just kind of trolled them a little bit. Um, so that was, that was pretty awesome. And, you know, just, um, you know, working during the, the playoffs that year. 
I was working the game uh, when Ben Intendi had that that amazing catch to end the game, and I was like freaking out because mm-hmm. Kimbrel almost threw the game, and <laughs> everyone was like, "This guy is crazy." But then, like, as soon as Ben Intendi makes that catch, I went into like work mode. You know, I had to post the final score, and they had to get the video of Ben Intendi and put the catch up. And it's like, it's crazy how you go from fan to you know like professional mode like almost instantly. We made that catch. You know, I gave up one like, "Yeah, let's go," and then yeah. like, "Oh, I gotta like work now." Like, I know. Um, but luckily there were my, my, uh, my boss and everyone, they were super nice. And when the world series happened, they let me, uh, you know, go home and watch the games from home and, uh, not have to work any of the games. So I could, um, you know, I'd work during the day and stuff, not when the games were on. So I could just enjoy the game. So that was, that was pretty awesome. And, um, but, but yeah, 2018 was definitely for me, like so much fun just having the Red Sox be awesome. Uh, I also worked the game when Mookie hit that grand slam, which is another like incredible moment. So being able to post stuff like that is just like super fun and it gets you you're really jacked up and like you know you go home at night being like man this is like you know what it's all about this is why we do this for for nights like that so um yeah 2018 was definitely for my red sox fandom the best uh absolutely and hey i'm i'm so excited for you man like i know that this has been your dream job and it sounds like the last four years have been a ton of fun for you and um i hope that you have many many more fun years to come but uh, Zach, I really wanted to thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing your story and your journey from, you know, being an intern and now, you know, following your dream, working for the MLB. Um, but, you know, for you, I hope the Red Sox can turn it around so you have some good stuff to publish for us on social media. Um, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, <laughs> Let's yeah, hope. You know, go Red Sox. And thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it, man. This was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I just I love the Cape League so much. It's awesome to kind of reminisce about the, the past and that stuff. And, it, you know, it really sucks that there wasn't a season this year, but I can't wait for it to be back next year. And I hope I'll be able to, to head back to the Cape and see some games because I really do, you know, every summer, uh, I really do miss the Cape League a lot. It's really the best. And um, this Yeah, no, no fun, problem. So thanks, and uh, thanks for being a good ambassador for the league. And I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you again to Zach for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. I think Zach's story really highlights what you can accomplish when you work for the Cape League with a desire to continue your career in the sports industry. Feel free to connect with me or the league on Twitter, Instagram, if you ever have any questions or you'd love to get involved. Thank you to everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.